What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. Also, our friends at MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. That's promo code HAM and the number one. And DraftKings. Download the app, get in our game, use the promo code HAM. How about SeatGeek? Friends, they're back on board. Promo code HAM. Download the app, SeatGeek, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. Are you AB'd out? I am A-beat out, although I will tell you, Rosenhaus was on first take today. Let's listen to this. Well, um, it was a tough relationship, really, from the get-go. Unfortunately, we got off to a really rough start with the helmet deal. And uh, it really upset A-B that uh, the NFL uh, told him that he couldn't wear his helmet, that he'd worn his whole career, both college and the NFL. And that affected his relationship with the Raiders. Ultimately, there were some fines involved and, uh, you know, it impacted his contract and his guarantees. And you know, Okay, on and on and on. So, uh, Rosenhaus is talking again. Monday is the point. Uh, I, this goes back to this. If you wanted him on the team, because I don't think the second he got traded, he was trying to become a Patriot, John. But if you wanted him on the team, you had to treat him with kid gloves. And it's like they brought him in and then didn't accept how you have to handle A.B., which is understandable because he's nuts. But he's on the Patriots now. Well, one, well one, yeah, one thing we know about the helmet gate is, remember, it started in the spring. It started in the spring. Tafer wrote an article. He started skipping practices in the spring. I, I didn't know that. I don't think any of us did. Like, he started doing weird shit in the spring. And part of that, yeah, the helmet. Like, I, I, hey, hey, Drew, that's on you. But here's what I do think is on the Raiders. Uh, that it's on them. They never in a million years should have acquired this guy. They traded Khalil Mack. They were starting over. It made no sense for the rebuild. They're not equipped to handle it. Uh, Gruden's been out of the league for 10-plus years. Mack, first-time general manager. They have just a very young, inexperienced. They have a fragile quarterback. It, it just it never made sense, guy. But Gruden couldn't help himself. 
because he's Al Davis 2.0. And the problem is when you're Al Davis 2.0 and your team's not doing well, it turns into more like uh, projector days and Lane Kiffin days and bearing football days and shit like that. So it, it doesn't turn into the what the Patriots are going to do with him. And you know what's going to happen with the Patriots? If he acts an idiot, they'll just cut him. They don't care about the nine million. It doesn't matter to them. They're they're just they're all, they're the best team in the league right now. He can't fuck them up because they will. They won't hold on to it like the Raiders. As Kawakami kept saying, he's now the general manager of the Raiders. He was because they gave him an inch and he took a mile and he ran circles around him. You know who he won't run circles around? The Patriots because they won't allow him to. They will cut him. They will immediately remove him if shit gets really weird. So now I do feel like starting maybe midweek. I don't want to go full conspiracy theory, but there was some weird shit, right? Like it, it does feel a little shady. Did Belichick, and I don't blame Belichick for this because I, I get emails from Raider fans like, I can't believe you're taking Belichick's side. Well, I, I look at it like this. You're fucking the king of dysfunction. So like in any business, the little guy gets taken advantage by the big guy. And so he starts smelling blood. Do I think like Belichick was calling him in the spring? No. I don't even think he doesn't think like that. But probably over the last couple weeks, when you fucking couldn't figure out what this guy's deal was, yeah, that's maybe when he comes in. He sees the wounded gazelle on the open prairie, and he's a lion. And I'm sorry, when you're the wounded gazelle, sometimes you get eaten. And the Raiders were always in this situation. Like, how did Ryan Pace end up with Khalil Mack? The Raiders. How did A.B. end up on... Like, the the Steelers are not the reason A.B.'s on the, the Patriots. They tried to trade him to another team. They just traded him to a team that just can't help them. They can't ever figure things out. And a team that shouldn't have ever tried to figure it out with this guy. They should have just avoided it. And it's so easy when you're a crazy guy to go, God, it's just such a discount. Yeah, well, you, you, all your discounts, just they get lower. <laughs> you, you resell them for shittier values. So you, you're not Mr. Like, flip a house. Like, yeah, we, just, we got this $2 million house for five hundred grand. Well, why do you always resell it for three hundred grand then and he'd take a $200,000 yeah, loss? Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, but you've never flipped a house before. No. When Belichick consistently flips houses, with it, and even when he doesn't flip a house for the right cost, he makes so much money other places, it doesn't phase him. So I, this is, to me, all on the Raiders. Now, part of it, like, AB created this and was just this crazy man. But they knew he was a crazy man when they got him, guy. Like, it was not like, you know what you're getting? You're getting the Clay Thompson of the NFL. He's just the easiest guy to get along with. He's just misunderstood. And that's what Gruden keeps saying to him. You're the most misunderstood. You're the most misunderstood. Stop saying that, John. He's not misunderstood. He's nuts. And you can't well, handle him. But I would say that you guys don't understand him. If, if, if you want him here, and this is why people say Mike Tomlin, despite what happened Sunday night, deserved a Coach of the Year award. If you want him here, then you have to treat him in a way that you kind of go like, that. I don't think that's right. But that's what you got to do if you want him. And they, you know, it's like they weren't all in on what you have to do if you're going to have Antonio Brown on your team. Now, the other part of that is you're right. He's nuts. So you have to kind of break what you think is the right way to handle somebody. He ends up on the Patriots. He's making a lot of money. That's the one thing I didn't get when people are like, oh, he's just going to give up $30 million? It's like, well, if in his mind I can go there, get 15 keep my act together, they pick up my option. It's 20 for the second year, by the way. So he can make his 30 back like that, his did 9 you, plus. Did you see? I didn't see if it was a player or a team option. Team, I think it's team. So if they want to keep him and this goes well, they can just pick him up for twenty million bucks. Correct. So for he basically team. would make his thirty million dollars back immediately right. if this goes because well. This is what people the part that bugged me and people were like, Well, why would he just give it up thirty minus nine is not thirty? Well, he would have had to play two years for the Raiders to make the thirty million dollars, yeah. right? 
Yeah. So he knew pretty quickly, I'm not here for the $30 million. And I do wonder if part of it, too, is he just does. And I know this is going to take him like I'm bashing. I'm not. But he's just walking around the Coliseum going, this is my locker room? Like, no, I, I just came from the Steelers. Like, we're, we are in the spotlight for the right reasons all the time. Like, I'm a big lights, bright lights guy. Probably part of the reason Odell was like, I, I'm going to Cleveland? And he walked around for a while and went, this is not a bright light situation. Like, this is not for me. Like, I don't. Again, I don't think from the minute he got traded he was trying to become a Patriot, but I'm with you. I think as things went on and then he got his Mortensen social media experts to help him get cut. Uh, there's a lot of guys, I was thinking this, if you're just, if he's not a crazy guy and you go, here's the situation you're in, I'd rather be on the Patriots than in this situation, you go, okay. That, 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 if we just set, say the situation like that, I'd rather be on the Patriots than here. How do I get to the Patriots? Be like, well, I understand that. I think... It's fair to say, like Drew prefaced that, it got off to a weird start with the helmet, which is not the Raiders' fault at all. That's just basic, like, Antonio, you're not allowed to wear the helmet. Whether you're playing for the Patriots, whether you're playing for the Chargers, whether you're fucking playing for the Steelers. So that is not on the Raiders. The feet are not on the Raiders. But once it starts getting weird, and again, it it is on the Raiders for just acquiring him in the first place. Like, weird shit's going to happen with this guy. But I also completely agree, and we talked about it over the weekend. There has to be, like, and this is not trying to bash the Raiders, but you're one of the most irrelevant teams in the NFL. You just are. You're, you just you don't matter in the NFL landscape. The league doesn't care about you. Uh, you don't play in primetime games. You never win. You've had one winning season basically in 20 years. Beside the Browns, you're the losingest team of the internet era. That's It's embarrassing. and that, That's a fact. And your locker room at Alameda, and it's going to change in Vegas. Yeah, well, it's not Vegas yet. And your locker room right now at Alameda is a joke. As I saw Townie tweeted last night at the A's game, you're playing on a fucking dirt field on Monday Night Football. Well, oh, you know what? I'm glad you said that because that was the other thing I thought of. Is like, did he think of? He's going. Wait a second. I'm doing what? Yeah. So yeah, he I, maybe that I, I don't even know if it got that far, but because I don't even think he was around on that. No, field. I just think it's like the, the collection of all these. Yeah, things. and he, he goes, I'm a superstar. I'm fucking LeBron James, Odell Beckham. Alex Rodriguez, like, I am a lightning rod for this league, and you're going to put me at a bunch of 10 a.m. kickoffs for a team that's going to win three or four games? Well, so I, I, yeah. that has to, like, to me, once he kind of starts hating him, maybe he starts putting two and two together. Like, I'm going to be on this really shitty team, and I'm fucking already kind of hate these guys. Now, yeah, and, and the other the other part there, John, would be, and that's where you start getting mad about, I, 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 didn't, get, I didn't choose to be here, right? You guys, this system forces me to be here. You guys traded me here. But, he, but he's the right. Patriots, but he's right. He, he is right. No, he is right. He did not pick the Raiders. And I, I said all along, and Raider fans get so fucking offended, he didn't want to, like, he didn't, the Raiders weren't his number one. They were the only team, and let's repeat, the only team willing to give him that kicker in money, that quote-unquote $30 million. And once I think well, he the re- pa- what was What about the report that the Patriots were off on a first? But that wasn't going to be an option because the Steelers were never going to trade Yeah, okay, okay. Just, so he yeah. knows, like, other teams were interested, right? And that's where Belichick could call Drew and be like, God, we tried to trade it first, and I, Colbert would never call us back. So he goes, God, these guys are going to want me. So regardless what I do here, and this is where it sucks to be a Raider fan, he could have pulled down his pants, taken a shit on Mayock's desk, and Belichick wasn't going to care, right? So he's self-sabotaging. He goes extra hard this last week, and they're not judging him on any of that. And that gets back to the organization. Like, if you did that to Roseman or you did that to Jerry, it looked different. And I also think here's where the collusion thing, 
if he had, let's say, had just been a Dallas Cowboy, or let's use a team in the AFC like the Chiefs, and just done this, and now ended up on the Patriots, I think it'd be a league issue. I think there'd be a problem. But I tweeted this last night, serious question. The league doesn't give a shit about the Raiders. They, They just don't, because they're so bad, constantly. Again, no one in this, like, we're one of the last people in this market that even talk about you. You're you're bad for business. Not for us. I enjoy talking about you. I wanted Antonio Brown to be on the team. But this, and a lot of Raider fans were tweeting, like, you're right. Like, if this had been the Packers and he had done this and ended up on the Patriots, I I just think there'd be a league hearing or something. But I I just don't even think anyone cares with the Raiders. I win the league. Do, Do you think there's something to that? Uh, yeah, I also wonder, you know, any of those kind of franchises that would have upset the league if it happened to them, would he have done that too? But I, I'm just, you have to preface yeah. it by saying, okay. if he does this to Howie Roseman, it'd probably be, make a little more sense for people to be really mad in the AFC, but I think you could use the Eagles or the Cowboys. And he does the same exact thing and, and then ends up on the Patriots. Those two teams view themselves as Super Bowl champs would be pissed, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly like the league protocol. And the Raiders have the right to be pissed, by the way. 100%. And the fans have the right to feel like they got played. I I completely, that's what I'm saying. This is where I always say when you waste time getting on like me and you and Kawakami, you're fucking wasting your breath. Like get, it's your team that's fucking you, not us. The media is not screwing you guys. It's the ineptness of the leadership with your organization that constantly does this shit that is basically enables people like Bill to prey on you because big business, the bigger they get, they just keep preying on the little guy. Some of them, the the little guy does everything right. They just get bought out. And sometimes the little guy maybe has a really good idea. Like this one, I guess in theory, you'd be like, oh, we got him for nothing. Yeah, it was a good idea in theory until he self-sabotages and ruins him and then becomes available for Bill for nothing. He didn't give up anything, guy. He just gets him for free. And he didn't, like, mid-season, he got him fucking to start the season. And he's like, yeah, we don't even need him week one, whatever. Like, he wouldn't have played him even if he would have been eligible to play last night. They didn't need him. They beat the shit out of the Steelers. So, it's why I do defend Belichick. Like, he gets to take advantage of the idiots. Stop being an idiot. You know, stop being an idiot. And at the end well, of the day... You well, know you know what that goes back to is I saw somebody... And when I say an idiot, like, this was an idiotic move. It, it just was. Thinking that you had the culture to make this work from the beginning. And then not committing to having the culture that, and the, when I say culture, I don't mean a, not committing to doing the things necessary once you get in bed with him to keep him happy. And it's hard to keep him happy. you got to kind of swallow your pride on some stuff. But you can't find him again. You can't do it. Well, well, here's and, the- and you know what? And by the the other thing, John, in retrospect... By the time they find him the second time, it probably didn't matter. He was going to do whatever it 100%. is he had to do. Like, if you saw Schrager's report, it was more than just punting the football. It was throwing a second one into a trash, throwing the third one, like the trying fence. to throw the third one, uh, no, over the fence and to the airport or some bullshit. Oh, he was throwing um, balls that whole practice. Yeah, but Schrager said yesterday, it wasn't just that he punted the first one in the fence. Then he threw another one in a trash can. Then he threw another one over the fence. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So then it was just like, how do I get at it? Which is, I'm just going to – because at that point, it's like, wh- what are you going to do? Keep him out of spite? No, you're not going to keep him out of spite. You're going to cut your losses. Well, he, here's, my, here's my question. Are they going to learn from any of this? Because last year it was like, Gruden came in, he wanted to do it the right way. 
Whether they didn't have the money, whatever, the Khalil Mack trade, it happened. By mid-year, the Amari trade made sense. So they were locked and loaded to do a sweet rebuild. Then what happened? Gruden, it was like early January. He's like, I'm never going through that shit again. We're going to fucking try to win. So if they suck again, how's he going to be like, well, let's just do a slow rebuild. <laughs> that's, that's not the way he thinks. You don't change that mindset. That's where I would be worried if I was a Raider fan. Like, how's he going to be able to okay with doing it the right way? Because doing it the right way does take a little time. Yeah. And despite having this long contract, he's not really into time, guy. His no. time is now. As someone tweeted, like, Gruden said he was in the nightmares. Well, or not in the nightmares. Well, he got one. And it was Antonio Brown. Because that was as big of a nightmare. I mean, it's unprecedented kind of what we saw. Now, we probably won't ever truly know. Because now, with well, some of it, it's a little fake. Right? Because if Antonio Brown is not doing this just to do it to be like a malcontent, if he's partly doing it to try to get cut, then it is fake. Like, people don't do that because people don't try to get cut like this, right? Right, right. Even good players that want to leave, like, that's why the NBA comparisons, well, what do NBA players do? Like, just trade me, I'm not resigning. And they kind of force your hand, but they don't. This was, and we talked about this on Saturday, relative to the NBA, relative to anything we've ever seen, the most over the top, because it involved a guy like actively doing like LeBron every once in a while does the close fists and just do stupid shit. This was ridiculous. I mean, this was, this was orchestrated. I think that's what it's fair to say, right? This was, he did this on purpose and did Belichick tell him to do this on purpose? I don't know. Uh, I don't even think Bill would worry. He just might be like, yeah, tell your guy to get cut and we'll fucking sign him. Right. It might just be that simple. He doesn't like Bill's like, well, Record what Gruden says to you and then put it on a YouTube video. And then, you know, I don't think it's that far. But I do think on the most, like, you could just take a step back and he could just say, listen, if you're going to get up, force his way out of there and we'll talk. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And they talked. Yeah, they talked. (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.